You're listening to PetLifeRadio.com. everyone, welcome to Best Bets for Pets. I'm your show host, Michelle Fern. Now today is all about cats. We're going to talk about some great products for your cats, and not only great products, but ways to find out what your cat needs. We'll be right back. We'll be right back, right after these messages. Stay tuned. Love your pets but wish their medications were a lot less expensive? They are at 1-800-PET-MEDS. You'll not only save on flea and heartworm medications, but on prescriptions for arthritis, incontinence, thyroid, and more. And you get fast service, free shipping, and a 100% satisfaction guarantee. Plus, our licensed pharmacists ensure accuracy, monitor drug interaction, and more. See why over 5 million people have trusted their pet's health to 1-800-PET-MEDS, America's largest pet pharmacy. Call now or order online. Go to 1-800-PetMeds.com forward slash best, B-E-S-T, to get 10% off any order and free shipping on orders of $39 or more at PetMeds.com. How would you like your business to reach out and invite in our audience? We have a brand new trademark concept called Info Seeds. Info Seeds are short 20-second seeds of information about your place of business, practice, or service is the best, most cost-effective way to invite us in. We only have a limited number of slots left. For more information, visit the website. PetLifeRadio.com Click on Sponsorship Information. There you can listen to a sample of Info Seed. Remember, only a limited number of opportunities are available. Want to know what cats like to eat for breakfast? Mice Krispies, of course. Learn everything there is to know about cats on Catitude with your host, Tom Dock. Each week, we'll spotlight a cool cat breed, give up-to-date advice on cat health, and check out spiffy new cat products. So curl up on the couch every week for a perfectly enjoyable time on Attitude every week on demand only on PetLifeRadio.com. Let's talk pets on PetLifeRadio.com. Hi, everyone. Welcome back. Today, we're going to talk to Christina Gray, and she's the Marketing Communications Manager of Smarty Cat. Hi, Christina. Hi, Michelle. How are you? I'm great. How are you? Oh, very well. One thing Smarty Cat has, and it's this is actually something on your website, which is very unique, it's something called a complete needs wheel, so that you can determine what types of products your cat needs. Can you tell our listeners a little bit about that? Sure. Yeah, we're very proud of the complete need system. I'd say that's one of the things that really distinguishes, aside from the products themselves, uh, the Smarty Cat brand. And I feel proud of it because I was um, I helped develop it really as really coming from the mindset of a cat owner. And and it it came as a result of me reading a book that was called The Tribe of the Tiger, which um, is a book about cats, just not domestic cats, but about cats 
the the entire species and um, basically their common and you know instinctual and physical needs. And it made me think about how, as pet owners, we probably don't think many of us don't think about what our pets really need. We go into a store and we we buy this or that based on all sorts of different decision making criteria, but. How would it be if we knew that we were satisfying, we were buying a product to specifically satisfy a need of our cat? Some of them are kind of obvious, like our cat needs to eat or um, they need to be safe, but some of them are less obvious, like a cat's need to hunt, that predatory um, need or the need for companionship. And our premise at Smarty Cat is that if a cat needs this multifaceted group of needs in, in the need system, in our brand com, consists of 12 needs, but if you're, if you're buying product or doing other things in, in your life to help satisfy those needs, you're going to have a, a happier, healthier cat. Just like people need to um, have a well-rounded life, they need to consider exercise and food and companionship. So do, so do animals. And, um, and that's that's sort of in a nutshell what the need system does is that we categorize we help first educate cat owners about these needs that may seem obvious but may not be and then we provide product to help fulfill that need. It's a great idea. It's really user friendly. I went to it and checked it out. You know, you basically just it's on your site at smartycat.com and you basically mouse over and click and it goes to that window and just tells you some information. So it's really easy to use. Well, yeah, we think so too. And I I think it helps cat owners understand why cats behave the way that they do. I mean, I think many cat owners do know that that scratching, for instance, is a a, a natural thing. But many think of it as just a destructive, you know, a behavioral problem, not that it's actually a, a natural need. So we, again, it's part of our mission, aside from creating wonderful products, is to help cat owners understand more about their pets so that they are certainly not angry at their cats for natural behavior, but can buy products that are going to provide an alternative so that they can live with their cats in their home without their belongings being destroyed. But scratch is a very good example because it's a perfectly natural need. It's a a, a biological need, much like, you know, like we need to trim our nails and, and they also use it for marking territory. So it's perfectly natural, but it does cause a lot of problems in the household if it's not really understood as being a natural need. One of the products I tried was your new scratcher, which is great. I'm trying to get my cat to migrate over to the newer one more than the older one because I want to get rid of the older one. Do you have any tips for that, for how you can show your cat that this is something new or for owners that don't have a cat that's used to using a scratching area? Yeah, sure. Well, it's actually very reasonable to think that your cat wants to go back to the scratcher it's been scratching on or the sofa it's been scratching on because that is one of the functions of scratching. One of the most important, actually, is marking territory. It's kind of, I always say it's a little bit like cats are putting their John Hancock, they're signing whatever they want to be called their own. So if they're scratching your sofa, that's one way that they say, this is my territory. So your scratcher, your older scratcher is has been well scratched on and that that is well established as your cat's territory so it's little doubt that he wants to or she wants to give up that scratcher so I'd say one of the the things that you can do there's two things 
first make sure that you have a scratcher that you know. The alternative scratcher is either the same material that you know your cat likes to scratch, like does your cat prefer corrugated or carpet? He has both, corrugated, he has a rope, he has, and he's pretty good. He hasn't done the sofa, me a couple times, and I'm a new cat owner. I'm coming from owning dogs, so to me, it's, why is he doing that? I'm expecting how, uh-huh. you know, to act up, and he does act like a dog for the most part. He comes when he's called, and he's pretty good, but, you know, a lot of these things are a surprise, and when you were talking about scratching, I thought, so does that mean if a cat scratches me, I'm the property of him, too? Oh, well, I mean, I suppose that's, that's different. That, I mean, taking a, a sw- you know, an aggressive swipe is different than scratching nails. But I'd say you're, uh, Michelle, a very perfect example of the kind of pet owner that we're, we created this for. Someone who's probably been around many pets but are, you know, now in integrating cats or don't really know all that much about cats and might think of scratching as a behavioral problem. What's wrong with that cat? Many cats end up in shelters, or worse, because the pet owners don't understand about their natural needs, and so they're not able to satisfy them. So I, it doesn't sound like the case uh, in, in your case. But just getting back to how to switch over to the new scratcher, I'd say make sure that you've chosen the new scratcher is a material that you know your cat likes. Like if they've been scratching on carpet, uh, it's probably a pretty good idea to stay with the, the surface that, that they have become accustomed to. Um, and the other thing is that we integrated into most of our scratchers, many of them, is to uh, spike it with a little <laughs> organic catnip, Smarty Cat brand uh, preferred, but just rub a little catnip into the corrugated or into the surface of the carpet, and that will attract the cat to at least come over and inspect what's going on with the new scratcher. And pretty soon they'll put their claws and their marks into that, and then that will be established as their territory. And perhaps you can start to uh, remove, you know, think about removing the old scratcher from the house if that was what your goal was. But I I would try catnip for sure. That's a great idea. I have a question for you because you're such a cat expert. You know, and my cat at first, I understand about the scratching. I just thought it was kind of a poor joke on my part about that. But I know that once they get to trust you, they don't scratch as much or they don't. Like my cat now, I could rub his belly and he does nothing. I'm never scratched. But what does it mean when the cat has his paw out and extends his paw? You know how they extend their paw? In my head, I think he's going, yeah, look at me. Wow, I could get you if I want, you know. But I know oh. there's probably a meaning towards that from that. Do you mean when they are seem to be happy and they're lying there or you're rubbing their belly and they stretch out their paw or they're just sleeping there? They're not playing or anything like that. They just have their paw in front of them? When the paw's extended so that it doubles in size, you know, the paw just, like, enlarges. Mm-hmm. But it's up in the air or is it on the, ground, on the floor? Either way, you know, sometimes they're just, if I'm holding him and he'll stick his paw out and just oh, okay. open it I larger. You know now. how they, they go, just make it larger. I just, I have no idea what that means. Well, if I'm picturing what you're talking about correctly, I'm imagining my cat over the shoulder, and he sometimes sticks his arm out, and it's a very contented kitten when he's nursing his mama will be uh, needing, you know, his mama looking for the nipple, and sometimes adult cats, very often adult cats, will still do that, will still make that motion when they are deeply content, sort of opening their paw wide like they are needing mama, looking for mama's <laughs> tummy. Hmm. So I, if <laughs> so, I'm understanding it correctly, I would say that your cat's pretty content and pretty happy with where he is. 
He has it pretty good. He rules the roost of the T. He has two dogs as brothers, and they all get along great. And, and he, he's a rescue cat. He meowed when it was really cold out, came in, and never left. So, And he picked a house, a dog owner house. So it's just it's a little strange, but he's happy. He's a good well, cat. congratulations just, for trying out a cat because they're wonderful, very mysterious and wonderful creatures. Yeah, it's definitely been interesting. But from what I hear, there's a lot of different challenges that with cats. And he's just a good boy. He uses his litter box and plays with the right toys and everything. So he's a good guy. Now, talking about scratching and everything, I also tried, there's the little cardboard house which mm-hmm. is good because I know cats like to go. Why do they like to go undercover? You know, what does that need? Well, that is, you know, an old, it's a primitive part of the species. I mean, um, being able to observe predators or prey from a place of concealment is a survival mechanism. Being able to watch and observe from without being seen yourself is a survival instinct in the wild. So that is why domestic cats, I mean, that's essentially why they do. I mean, the simplest reason is a feeling of safety and security, but from the, the greater feline background, it's, it's because in the wild, you don't really want to be exposed. You want to be hidden while you watch the world go by and make your decisions about what you're going <laughs> to uh, pounce on yourself, and you certainly don't want to get pounced on. So it comes from that sort of primitive background in wild cats uh, of safety. So interesting. Well, we talk about the complete needs wheel. What can our listeners find there? It's not yeah. just, you know, they're happy, they're sad. There's a lot of different needs that are listed, aren't there? Yeah, there's 12 needs, uh, Michelle. And if you go to smartycat.com, we certainly don't take it for granted that people know what complete needs means or even that cats do have needs. So we start out from the, the standpoint of, of really describing and showing that needs will and describing each of the 12 needs. And we've written quite a bit. I've written it, actually, and it's about each of the 12 needs. And there's a piece. In fact, one of the pieces is what I just explained to you about um, privacy, about a, a cat's need for privacy. So it takes each of those 12 needs and then describes it from a sort of biological standpoint, what instinctual process in, in a cat's background makes them want to scratch or seek privacy or need interaction. So the website's very educational. I've heard many, even long-time cat owners say that they've learned things that they didn't know. So I'd say smartycat.com is a great place. And, and at the same time, as we're educating you about the needs, we'll show you the products that we, um, we're sort of a cross-section of the products that we offer to help you fulfill that need. I have to say, you know, since becoming a cat owner, I've had to buy a lot of different products. And, you know, with my show, tried a lot of different products. I really like, yours are made very durable, and my cat loves them. The catnip, he went nuts for. More nuts than others I've tried. He just went crazy for it. He was just another animal with that catnip. Well, there's a really good reason for that, and um, and I'm not saying that just as the, the marketing person. There's actually uh, a, a real good reason for that is that many commercial-grade catnips, and certainly the kind that's inside of toys, is um, it's cut in a way, you know, because catnip, to use the whole catnip plant, and that's where the oil is, it costs more. So in order to stretch catnip, many manufacturers will put in a filler like hay or straw or or anything that would, you know, 
be similar to catnip, but doesn't have the oil that catnip does. So Smarty Cat not only is certified organic, so it's perfectly safe. There's no pesticides. Um, it's not grown with pesticides. It's not packaged or processed with any chemicals. So it's very pure in that way, but it's also pure in the sense that you're getting the potent part of the catnip plant. Cats don't aren't going to react to straw. So that is a big reason why we hear Cat, you know, my cat reacts to only your catnip. Well, it's because there's more of that potent oil that that is the active ingredient in catnip. Oh, that's good to know. And if you're going to give your cat catnip, give him the best. I look at catnip as kind of like a cocktail. And if you're going to, you know, indulge a little, have the best. Have something that's good. And it's also better for them, I imagine, versus having some of that artificial stuff. Well, certainly I've seen my cats nibble on catnip all the time. And I hear many cat owners say that they, you know, if it's on a scratcher on a toy, they will ingest it. So you, you certainly don't want to have anything that a cat's going to eat, have really anything in it that would make you feel that it would be unsafe. But the other side from health, I'd say if you're going to buy catnip, part of it is a practical and financial. Why spend, you're really not gaining anything by buying, I think our catnip is very well priced, but if someone bought a cheaper grade catnip that was, as I said, cut with a straw, it's not going to work. So in the end, you've wasted your money. Buy something that works. Buy catnip, 100% catnip, which is what Smarty Cat is, and you know that you'll have the a full concentration of the oil that is what cats react to. If you buy something that's not 100%, then there's not going to be that much oil to cause a reaction for your cat. Christina, thank you so much. This has been such great information for our listeners all about oh, cats. Thank you, Michelle. Uh, you know, I love talking about cats. <laughs> <laughs> I can talk about cats all day. Since our listeners can't always talk to you, they can find out more about cats and the world of cats and cat products at SmartyCat.com. Yes, I would definitely say go to SmartyCat.com to find out about, about SmartyCat and specifically about the need system and the kinds of products that we offer. And then another place to uh, interact with us is SmartyCat has a Facebook fan page. So uh, in addition to checking out our website, go on to Facebook and like Smarty Cat products. Great. And we do product giveaways, so, you know, that's quite fun. We often will do contests for scratchers and beds and toys, so it's, um, it's a fun way to, to, uh, to win some Smarty Cat products. Great. Thank you so much for coming on Best Bets for Pets and telling our listeners all about cats. You're very welcome. It was my pleasure. Thanks, everybody. Stay tuned for another great segment of Best Bets for Pets. We'll be right back, right after these messages. Stay tuned. Buster, you're telling me my dog food products can't go on your shelves? That's right. Didn't pass one of my Petco certified nutrition checklists. Sorry, Wayne. Who made these checklists? Geniuses. Very smart guys. Well, it's good enough for most grocery stores. Do you see cheese puffs on my shelves? Mayonnaise? Soda pop? No. That's because I ain't running no grocery store, Wayne. Your pets will get better nutrition. I guarantee it. Petco, with healthy pets go. Enter the code LUCKY10, L-U-C-K-Y, the number 10, and get 10% off any order. No minimum at Petco.com. I don't make any decisions about who to hire without going to Angie's List first. You'll find reviews on home repair to health care written by people just like you. With Angie's List, I know who to call and I know the results will be fantastic. Angie's List. 
news you can trust. Go to Angie'sList.com forward slash best and get 25% off any subscription. That's Angie'sList.com forward slash best, B-E-S-T. Hi, everybody. I'm Megan Blake here with my sidekick, Super Smiley. The giant mutt and spokes dog for throwaways. You're listening to Pet Life Radio, and I'd like to tell you about our brand new show, A Super Smiley Adventure. Our show explores adventures with animals. They can be traveling, out in the world trips, or inner journeys where our animals lead us to inspiration and self-discovery, or just plain fun adventures. Join us here on Pet Life Radio on A Super Smiley Adventure. Good boy. Let's talk pets. Let's talk pets. On Pet Life Radio. Pet Life Radio. PetLifeRadio.com. Hey, everyone. Welcome back. I have the best product. It's great. It's so versatile. But first, I want to welcome the developer of that product, Andrew Kolsky, and he is with American Pet Treats. He's actually the owner and developer of American Pet Treats. Welcome, Andrew. Thank you, Michelle. It's nice to be here today. Oh, it's great to have you. I'm excited to tell you a lot about the product uh, that we have. This has been a really big seller for us. It seems to fly off the shelves every time we get them in stock, and there's just so much you can do with this, so I'm excited to tell you all about it. Well, I'm going to give my listeners a little bit so that they know what we're talking about. Listeners, what this is, it's a silicone baking pan, or you can use it for frozen treats or baked treats, and it's in the shape of little paws. So it's adorable. It's cute as anything. You can, you know, even use it for people things, and it's so simple to use, and it's just the cutest little thing. Andrew, how did this come about? Well, you know, we started off working in this industry where a lot of people were interested in making healthy treats for their dogs, and there really wasn't a whole lot of options available. You can typically find your standard, you know, dog bone-shaped cookie cutter maybe, but that was about all that existed. And because of the interest that people have about making different types of treats and natural treats and healthy treats and low-calorie treats and all the different options, we wanted to give them some options. And this particular silicone pan is so versatile that it gives them a whole range of options to do that with. I know it comes in a few different sizes. I tried the mini one, which was just really simple to use. No problems. I had no problem with the, I actually made little frozen treats with the treats popping out or anything like that, but it comes in a few different sizes, correct? Yeah, we've got the little mini ones, which are about bite-sized treats. Then we move up to a mid-size, which is a small, about the size of a muffin uh, shaped paw. That one's good if you wanted to make a small cake for a smaller dog or you know, maybe even two dogs. And then we've got the large uh, single cavity paw, which is the, the full-size cake. If you've got a full-size dog or you want to have a party with a lot of dogs at it, you can certainly use that for cakes as well as any of the other purposes that we use them for. These pans are made of silicone, which can go in the microwave, and in the freezer as well. Can it go in the oven also? Oh, yeah. that's The reason we chose silicone for this is because you can't break it. You can't bend it. You can use it in the microwave. You can use it in the oven. You can use it in the freezer. You can use it in the refrigerator. You can even put it in the dishwasher. It's pretty much indestructible. You could run over it with a car, and it'll pop right back into the shape that it came from. And it's all 100% you know, FDA-approved, you know, human-quality, top-quality silicone. 
That's great. That makes it very versatile. I mean, it's indestructible. Is it dog proof? Well, <laughs> depends on how big your dog is and how sharp their teeth are, I guess. But it's it's pretty it's a pretty tough pen. It would be pretty difficult for a dog to really tear it apart. Plus, they'd probably rather have the treats anyway. So, <laughs> I, I think so. So, with the treats, I know that American pet treats, and we'll talk about some recipe ideas a little bit later. But American pet treats has a lot of different types of products. I've tried a couple and. You know, I have the pickiest dog in the world. He's so picky, and he's not even little. You'd expect picky with a little dog. He's a bigger dog. He's 40 pounds. Very, very picky. And mm-hmm. he loved, you have a, I know you have a cake product. He loved that. He was nuts for that. But um, maybe you could tell our listeners a little bit about all the different products that American Pet Treats has. Sure. Uh, basically, the, the, the way we got started was um, as we entered into the industry, we noticed that the trend right now is for people to look for things that are going to be healthy for their pets, just like they're looking for healthy foods for themselves. So the all-natural types of foods are a big hit because they know it's got no preservatives, it's got no chemicals, it's got none of the stuff that might be harmful to the, to the animal um, when they're putting it together. So we wanted to give people a, a lot of options where they could bake their own treats, they could bake their own cakes, they could make their own unique types of treats if they had to go for either you know, something that was low calorie or they wanted something cold for the summer, they wanted something you know, warm for the winter. So we, we really tried to make a whole range of things. And we focus on the flavors that we know that dogs love best. And you know, one of our star products, in addition to the treats and the cake mixes and things that we make, is our Fido's Frosting line, which is a Really, once people try it, they pretty much use it exclusively because it's all healthy. It's natural yogurt. There's no preservatives. There's no fat. There's no sugar. So none of the bad stuff, but it's got that that special taste. It's actually a little bit of a bitter taste, but it's that special taste that the dogs just go wild for. So we've had a lot of success with all of our products. Yeah, I did try the frosting, and it is durable. It doesn't have to be refrigerated. Correct. Which is amazing. Yeah, I mean, we, we really tried most of everything we have. You'll see if you start reading through all the directions. For the most part, it's pretty much add water, stir, and, you know, bake or microwave or refrigerate, something like that. You may have, you know, a cake where you add an egg or add some oil. But it, it's pretty much, you know, add water, stir, and, you know, you, you get the product. Which is good. Well, a lot of people are busy. I myself am not a baker or anything like that. But yeah, the cake I tried was very simple and my dogs loved it. Absolutely loved it. Yeah. Now, we find that just like you say, people don't have the time today to get involved with complicated recipes and they don't want to have to buy, you know, 10 different ingredients that are hard to find because it's very hard to find the natural ingredients. And then you've got to, you know, use a little bit of this one, more of that one, but then you get leftovers. So it it costs a lot of money to do it that way. And, you know, we, because we make a lot of these, we buy the quality ingredients in bulk and we mix them here. So you're buying just what you need and you don't have to pay all that extra money for extra stuff that's going to sit in your cabinet and eventually go bad. It's a great idea. Now, you talked about recipes, and I want to get back to the recipes for the silicone pans. What do you call them on your site? If you go to our site, there's a section that says cake pans, and under the cake pan section, you'll find uh, the silicone pans as well as some other pans that we have, but we keep them all grouped as cake pans. Okay, so for the cake pans, you have some recipes for frozen and baked goods that you can share with us? 
Sure, sure. There's uh, there's so many things you can do with this, and of course, you know, summertime and with this heat wave we've been having in lots of uh, parts of the country, including where I am in Northern Virginia, it's been excessively hot. And uh, so you can imagine the dogs would just love to have a cold ice type of treat. And, you know, you can, you can start off with a basic water ice cube that, that the dogs love, especially, you know, throw them in their water dish when they come in from a walk and it's great, but you can get creative too. And, you know, some of the things that we tell our customers about regularly are, you know, think about the types of things that dogs like. Think about your chicken broths and your beef broths that you can just pour into this mold and freeze them like an ice cube. Think about taking cranberry juice or blueberry juice, some sort of an antioxidant type of a fruit juice, which is going to be a great antioxidant treat for the dog. So it's healthy and it's cool and it's, you know, it's clean. Some people want to get even more creative from the frozen end and they will take baby food. And baby food is what? Pureed meats and vegetables and healthy things, depending on the one that you buy. And you can put that in and create a frozen treat out of that. So you can really go from the simple to the more complex, yet staying simple to make because it's just pour it in and freeze it. You don't have to get involved with pulling out a blender or you know anything else. So it's very, very simple. And then if you want to get more complicated from the frozen end, for example, we sell things on our site that you really, <laughs> it was very hard for us to find. It's almost impossible for someone to find in a grocery store, but we have natural peanut butter powders and natural carob powders and different flavoring powders that are all real. And the benefit to those is you can add those to water or a broth or some other uh, liquid and they will dissolve, but they give you that natural peanut butter flavor, the natural carob flavor. Uh, you can make a peanut butter cup, you know, with peanut butter and carob powder. So, so from the frozen end, you know, that's just, that's just the beginning of the ideas and you can imagine how creative people can be from there. Do you have any pets? Oh, gosh. <laughs> I have question. always had uh, a lot of different pets, yes. Uh, dogs, cats, chickens, the goat, ducks, guinea pigs, hamsters, gerbils, snakes, birds, fish, you name it. Oh, my gosh, like a little farm. I was going to say your pets must be in treat heaven. <laughs> well, especially, you know, once I got into the dog part of the business, I, not only is it, you know, all the dogs within my immediate family, my mother's dog and my sister's dogs, but then all of my friends. And so they know to come to me, oh, you got any sample treats? You got anything new you're working on? And so they, they know to come to me for the treats and the dogs, uh, they, they know the smell when it comes to the door and they just sit there and salivate. So it's a nice feeling. Those are great ideas for the silicone pan for frozen. Just really great, easy ideas. Do you have any baked ideas you could share with us? Sure, sure. If you want to get into the, the baking end, you can use the pan for, I, I sort of break it down as to a treat and a cake. And the difference to me is the treats are typically the more hard, crunchy type of a, a, a treat, whereas a cake is the more spongy, soft cake type of a treat. So, you know, the simplest and easiest thing is we sell a lot of different cake mix and biscuit mixes. So you've got, you know, a chicken flavor, a honey flavor, a peanut butter flavor, a lot of different flavors. And you can simply just use those mixes and put them right into the tray and put them in the oven. Or, you know, I, I you know, one of the things you can do if you don't have a whole lot of time and don't want to bake exclusively, you can sort of bake in the microwave with this as well. And I, I put together a really simple recipe for your listeners that um, is ingredients they can uh, find and use and just sort of play with because it might be fun. 
can I'll tell you that now if you want me to. Oh, that'd be great. All right, a, a real basic recipe would be if they took one cup of whole wheat flour, which you can find in pretty much any grocery store. You take a half a cup of, they can use sugar, they can use honey powder as a sweetener. We sell honey powder, for example. If they want to cut down on the sugar, they don't want to use a lot of sugar, they can use maltodextrin, which is harder to find, but we do sell maltodextrin. But they need one of those, so a, a sugar or a honey powder or a maltodextrin. And then they add one tablespoon of baking powder, and to that mixture, they add whatever it is that their dog loves best. Maybe it's little pieces of some sort of a fruit, little pieces of some sort of a, a chicken or bacon crumbles or whatever, whatever they think their dog is going to like, and they just mix that all together with about a cup of water, and then they come up with a batter. They pour it right into the mold. They put it into the microwave. Um, if they have a powerful microwave, probably about oh, a minute or less. If they have a smaller microwave with less power, put it in for a minute, see you know, if it's still wet. You give it another 30 seconds or so, and you, know, you adjust depending on the power of your oven. And you get a fresh, hot treat right out of the microwave. You've got to let it cool down before you feed it because you don't want the dog to burn his mouth. But you know, there you go. You've got a simple, basic mix that you can dress up in any way you want based on your dog's own you know, flavor uh, preferences. Oh my gosh, that's wonderful. This is something even I can handle. I think I'm not a baker or anything, but I, this is such a great idea. And I have to tell our listeners, I can't tell you enough that the silicone pan is so simple to use. I baked a couple of things like muffins or something in my, in my time. And I've also tried way back, you know, doing the cookie stuff for dogs with, like you said, the bone biscuit thing. That's about the extent of my baking. And this is so much easier, this pan. It's so easy. You just put the filling into the cavity, and I froze it. They just pop right out. It's not like, it's not even as cumbersome as doing an ice cube thing, because these pop out. It's small. The uh, mini muffin pan is small, even if you don't have a large freezer. And it's just so easy to use. Yeah, and you know, I think that one of the things that people like best about it is because Silicone itself naturally is non-stick. So, you know, if you had a regular, like, ice cube tray, you know how you have to kind of twist it and kind of break the ice away from the sides to get it out? The silicone, you don't need to do that. It just comes right out. Same thing with the baked good. You just take it out of the oven, and it just comes right out. There's no struggling trying to, you know, peel the sides away or something. And then once you do that, you drop it right in the dishwasher and turn on your dishwasher. So it's such a, a carefree type of a pan, too. There's not a whole lot that you have to do to it. So that, that's some of the stuff that people like best. And, you know, I, I just thought of something that if you'd like, I, I want to share one other little recipe with you that I think is a really interesting one that your, your uh, listeners might want to try. That'd be great. All right, this one is, uh, you know, we talk about frozen treats, which are kind of like a hard ice cube. We talk about baked treats, which is more like a softer cake. Well, this one is sort of mid midway. This is a jello type of a treat. Um, a real simple recipe that I think some of the dogs would go really nuts for is when you go into the grocery store and you go to the jello aisle, you can typically find just regular, plain, unflavored gelatin. Well, the gelatin is just a little powder, and it tells you to add a certain amount of hot water to, and then you put it in the mold, and you, you uh, refrigerate it so that it hardens. But obviously, that's non-flavored, and there's nothing in it. But imagine taking that same gelatin and then taking some little pieces of cooked chicken or some little pieces of, like, the bacon crumble like you would put on top of a salad topping or something and putting that in with the gelatin. 
Now, if you've got a dog who likes a softer treat, or maybe it's an older dog who wants to have something softer um, to, to chew on, you get this great little paw-shaped, you know, gelatin type of a, a treat with whatever flavor it is you put inside. And it's so simple, again, because it's just add hot water, mix, pour in the mold and refrigerate. So that's another one that, that if you want that sort of midway between, you know, hard frozen and soft cake. That's such a great idea. Yeah, actually, the what you can do, I mean, now you got my mind thinking, the options are endless. I mean, there's all sorts of things you can do, and you can tailor it to your dog, what your dog likes. You know what you're putting into it, so you know it's healthy, and such a great idea. And the the pans are so easy to use and so versatile. I, I just, I can't stress that enough because they're just... I've never had anything like this that was so easy. And with, with that type of material, the silicone material where it pops right out, it's not messy. It's just very convenient. Yeah, and that's, you know, like I said, with, with the busy lifestyle that we all live today, you know, the convenience is really irreplaceable because you don't have to spend all the extra time uh, cleaning up afterwards and prepping and, and you know, getting out your blenders and getting out all the other things that you would use normally if you were going to bake a cake from scratch. You know, here you take out a bowl, you take out a spoon, you add some water and you pour it into the mold and you're done. Throw it in the dishwasher at the end and, you know, start all over again. But, you know, you can really control what you're giving to your dog. You don't have to go buy treats from the store that, you know, some of them, it, it's really hard for me to read the ingredients and say, I'm going to give this to my dog. You know, I can't even pronounce it, much less do I know what it is. So that those, those are not really where our customers like to go. Our customers like to know, I'm giving my dog chicken. I'm giving my dog, you know, liver. I'm giving my dog something that I know what it is. I know that it's healthy. You know, I know that it's something that they enjoy. And I don't have to feel guilty about this because I made it myself or even those uh, listeners who have kids, it is such a great product um, and project that a lot of our customers do. They'll buy this so that maybe grandma comes over and it's, an, a, it's a project they can all do together in the kitchen and it's simple so the kids don't get frustrated with it. And in the end, they've got something great for the family dog. So a lot of people use it that way as well. It's a great idea. Lastly, I want to let our listeners know where they could find the silicone pan. There's a sure. website, right? Absolutely. All they have to do is go to their browser and type in AmericanPetTreatsPlural.com and it will take them to our website where they'll find all the different things that we spoke about today. And specifically, they look under cake pan and under that category, they will find the three different sizes of silicone pans as well as a couple other pans that we sell for the home baker. Great. Thank you so much for coming on Best Bets for Pets and telling our listeners all about the silicone pan and sharing these wonderful recipes. Well, thank you for the opportunity. It's, it's, it's really such a fun product to play with, and we work really hard to make sure that we're putting out the things that people want. And, you know, to have the opportunity to tell people about it is, uh, you know, it's all word of mouth these days, and, and hopefully someone will try it and enjoy it, and they'll tell their friends, and, you know, we'll be able to get more healthy treats out to more dogs on a regular basis. That's a great idea. Um, listeners, I look forward to hearing any of your recipes. You can email me at michelle at petliferadio.com. Thanks, everyone, for listening to Best Bets for Pets. Now have fun baking or freezing those delicious treats for your dogs. I want to thank my producer, Mark Winter, and my fur pets that keep me on my toes and keep me smiling when I've had a crazy day. 
Zeus, Nikki, and Dennis. Thanks especially to my listeners for staying tuned and listening to Best Bets for Pets. Happy baking! Let's Talk Pets, every week on demand, only on PetLifeRadio.com.